Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steam Room. Welcome, hope you brought your towel. Step into the Steam Room, have a good schwitz. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, just what's happening in the world out there. If there's anything interesting going on, we'll talk about it right here in the Steam Room. Um, coming up, we have a, there was a guy in Toronto taking buckets of poop and dumping them on people that were studying in different university libraries across the city of Toronto. Now, I'm uh, happy to say they have caught the uh, poop dumper guy, uh, buckets of poop on people in the library. So they found this guy. We'll talk about what exactly went into this uh, little crime spree he was on. And, and then what do we do next? How as a society do you deal with a man who is deranged enough to dump buckets of poop on people um, while they are studying for an ex like it's exam season. They got enough going on. Uh, so we'll talk about this guy. Also, we have a video of a police officer getting assaulted and it looks like he's in trouble until he gets these police dog out of the car and really turns the tables and we'll look at how that interaction goes down. Also, uh, a skateboarder is really catching everybody's attention right now. Everybody's in love with this skateboarder. He's not your average uh, boarder. Uh, we'll, we'll check him out and find out why he's getting so much attention from people right now. That's coming up on today's show, The Steam Room, brought to you by Lynx Magazine. My name is Matt Hamill. Let's get right into this stuff. Okay, the first uh, story on today's show, the man who is pouring buckets of poop on people in Toronto. Now, this guy has been the focus of everyone's uh, fear the past couple of days. Um, suspect images released uh, after feces are poured on people inside libraries at York University. So there's the guy. He's got this bucket of poop. Now, um, they've released images of the guy, liquefied fecal matter. Oh boy. Uh, absolutely disgusting. Poured onto victims at university campuses across the city. Now, why is he targeting university campuses? What does he have against... I suspect that this must be like a, uh, a young female. Like, this guy's like an incel type of guy. You know, this is my theory. Uh, he's dumping him on, on people in university libraries. Um, the first happened on November 22nd and just kept happening. Um, so evidently, the girl got it dumped on. Uh, oh, the guy was a guy. <laughs> a guy had the bucket dumped over his head. He said at first it didn't smell. The bucket of poop was dumped on him. At first he was just kind of in shock, and then the smell hit. You know, in this day of like acid attacks, people are throwing acid on people's faces. Um, for you to get a bucket of liquid doo doo uh, put on, yeah, that would just be terrifying. I mean, doo doo aside, you're gonna run through this rolodex of emotion. Like, what, what was this? Like, did I just get like acid attack? Is this ammonium sulfide on my head? Um, the smell hit, this guy says. I thought I was going to faint or cry. Me and my friends just packed up our stuff and ran out of the room. I think I would just leave my stuff behind. I think there's no saving that laptop that gets the collateral uh, liquid doo-doo on it. <laughs> a girl says she will never forget that smell. So they have a picture of this guy carrying the bucket of doo-doo. Big smile on his face. Big, I got a bucket full of doo-doo smile on his face. Um, oh my god. And then I guess he just runs away after, and they're like, 
Yeah, they reached out to the victim for support. Man, I don't know. There's nothing you can say or do to help. There's nothing that you could say or do to help that student um, get through that. I mean, you thought the exam season stress was enough. How about uh, we uh, pour on a bucket of doo-doo? So now, actually, folks, they have caught this guy, the guy dumping poo on people in Toronto University libraries. Um, they found this guy. Uh, let's check. Let's check out this article here. Um, the man accused of tossing has been put into custody. They found him at a homeless shelter. So this guy uh, went to a homeless shelter in Toronto. People recognized him from the photos, and they have taken him into custody. 23-year-old Samuel Opoku was arrested at around 6 p.m. Uh, at the homeless shelter. Man, he's in the courtroom. Um <laughs> It's pretty incredible. He is a candidate for release. And a candidate for release doesn't just mean walk into the community. The way the bail system works is that in order for someone to be released, there has to be a pretty solid plan and a pretty solid assurance to the public that any risks can be managed in the community and that uh, they are confident uh, any risk to the public can be managed. So um, evidently, this guy has a chance of being released. Um, speaking with the news earlier that day, someone identified uh, himself as Tim said he decided to call the police after we saw the suspect's picture um, and he knew this guy on a first name basis. He knew the doo-doo guy on a first name basis. So what do we do with this guy as a society? Do we put him in prison for how long? I mean, do you let this guy walk free? I mean, this has to be uh, more than just your average like misdemeanor. This is like a biological attack. This can be like kind of dangerous, right? You could get like, you know, this is a pretty foul um, attack to do to somebody. Do you put him in jail for 10 years? Is that too much? Um, what happens? Let's say you give him a 10-year prison sentence. We cannot have this guy on the streets, you know, dumping doo-doo on people. Uh, do you put him in prison for 10 years and he comes out? What, what are we going to have after 10 years? Is he going to be changed or is this guy just a dump? Like, is he just a doo-doo dumper? Um, what, how do you rehabilitate this man? Clearly, there is a screw loose. Um, unbelievable. That is the story of the doo-doo dumper. Uh, terrorizing Toronto and looks like we are in the clear now folks you can go study uh, with no <laughs> imagine there's like some copycat uh, copycat dumpers out there um, <laughs> unbelievable now that's the problems we're having with uh, bathroom waste material in Toronto here in Ukraine I'm currently in my last few days in Odessa Ukraine as you can very well uh, tell there's no other place in the world where this picture would be this gigantic picture of a lady with sun diamond sunglasses would, would be only in Odessa Ukraine uh, very Euro um, but yeah here in Ukraine we uh, you know I was in the bathroom here as a person does when they are abroad. They go to the bathroom. Um, and I noticed inside of the stall here, check this out, a picture, a graphic on how to use the bathroom correctly, how to properly use the toilet, how to position yourself on the toilet. Now, I'm pretty sure this is something that we all learned when we were three years old, and we never needed any clarification. So here you have the picture of the man uh, sitting properly on the toilet, as we all know. Here you have somebody standing on the toilet, which I'm pretty sure that's the way that's the way you when somebody's looking for you, this is the way you sit on the toilet. This like feet up on the on the feet up on the, the, the toilet bowl. Um 
I feel like I've never really actually tried to go that way. But with that being said, recently in my travels, I've come across the toilets where it's really just a hole in the ground and you have to kind of do the squat. They're telling you, no, you may not do the squat. I just felt like it's kind of odd that they had to clarify that. I've never really tried to use the toilet in any other way, but I guess that's just my Canadian uh, cultural privilege talking. I've always had the luxury of a porcelain toilet but here in Ukraine, they're clarifying just how we're supposed to sit, and I guess um, I could appreciate that. I am going back home to Canada soon. My hometown of Oakville, Ontario, um, has an interesting news story in the past couple of days. A gentleman, let's take a look at this story here because it is one of those like examples of extremely dumb criminals. A man is arrested after attending a police station on a stolen motorcycle. This guy went to the police station on a stolen motorcycle and was quickly arrested. So this guy is from Stony Creek. He went to the Oakville police station to pick up his friend who was recently released from prison. Um, when they saw this dude, by the way, it's November 25th. We are getting all kinds of snow in Canada at this point. This dude rides a motorcycle to go pick up his friend at prison, out of prison. So already there's a red flag. You know, this guy's sitting at home. He's like, oh, I got to go pick up. My boy Leroy from uh, prison here. Um, what should I take? The, uh, the Uber? I'll take the stolen motorcycle in the middle of winter. Let's do that. So already we're off to a bad start. Um, officers determined the plate on the motorcycle was incorrect. Um, <laughs> you know, motorcycles have those tiny little license plates. This guy probably had like a full-size pickup truck license plate on there trying to pass it off. Um, also, the... Um, Inspection of the motorcycle revealed that the identification number had been tampered with and that the motorcycle was stolen from Hamilton. This guy was subsequently arrested. Just imagine that. You go to pick up your friend from jail and you get arrested. Meanwhile, your buddy getting picked up from jail, they should put him back in too. If, if this is your pick-me-up-from-jail guy, if, you're, uh, if the person picking you up from jail gets you on a stolen, in a stolen vehicle, I feel like you're not ready to get back. You know, we should just keep an eye on you. Let's, let's just keep you in jail for a little bit longer until you can have someone who's not a felon pick you up from jail. Um, I think we're just going to have to keep you there because uh, I have a strong suspicion you're going to be what they call a reoffender if we just let you get back out there. Uh, <laughs> also, they found on this gentleman with the stolen motorcycle, they found a Schedule One substance, probably meth or uh, cocaine. And they also found a conducted energy weapon known formally as a taser. So Kyle, get this, Kyle Brocklebank, great name. Kyle Brocklebank from Stony Creek is charged with all kinds of shit. Um, doesn't say which drugs he had, but I'm guessing something that's severely impairing your judgment. Because for you to go to a police station on a stolen motorcycle in my hometown of Oakville, Ontario, I will not stand for this uh, personally. Uh, great job, buddy. Nicely done. So that goes down in the dumb criminal category. We have one more story in the dumb criminal category. This time we have a uh, pretty spicy video of an ATM theft. These guys trying to steal from an, uh, a store. They're trying to take the ATM machine in its entirety. And it doesn't go quite to plan. We'll take a look here. So they're trying to just back this Hyundai Tucson. Evidently this is in Australia. And they're just trying to ram... They're just trying to ram the ATM, and this thing is not budging. You know what I'm saying? So now they have this rope. 
They're trying to like get the rope around the ATM so they can just tie it and then just, I guess, drive away with the uh, machine. And I guess at a later time, they're going to try to crack it open and get the money from inside. But these guys are, <laughs> he almost runs over his boy there. Um, yeah, I mean, they keep trying to get this ATM machine loose. It's just not working for these guys. So they're really, I mean, most of all, they're just struggling to get their rope untangled. You would think before the big heist, you would take the time to untangle your uh, rope. Seems like you could have done this at home. Now these guys are slipping and sliding. It's really not a very smooth procedure. So the driver gets out to help, gets back in the car. All right, man, she's good. Rip it. Nothing. Yeah, this thing is not going anywhere. You would think if the blunt force of the vehicle hitting the ATM didn't dislodge it, then this whole rope technique wouldn't. And then he just proceeds to almost hit his buddy. Eventually, they both just kind of peel off um, and are not able to get the ATM loose. Um, that seems like a pretty brazen crime. ATM theft. You got to think they have all kinds of measures in place to prevent this, right? It, do they, like, anchor ATMs into the ground? Because that was pretty impressive. That ATM machine was not going anywhere um, as they were trying to bust it loose there. Um, I guess they had to do a pretty good job of, of making it, like, unmovable. Um, I wonder how much money is in an ATM. Like, what kind of haul can you really expect if you're going to crack open an ATM? Like couple thousand bucks, $10,000, $20,000. It just seems like then you have to let's let's plan this out. Okay, they were able to maybe rope up the ATM and drive down the street. How far are you going to go just bouncing this ATM behind like surely someone is going to report you. Um, how far can you really drive the getaway car while you're pulling an ATM machine? Um, it can't be that far at all. Not far at all. Um you know, it seems like a goofy crime. And God forbid on that drive home, you like bust open the ATM, cash starts flying everywhere. And I guess these guys think that they're smart enough. Like surely when you bust open an ATM, some like blue ink has got to like shoot all over you, right? Like, um, But that was a failed ATM theft from Australia. I'd be a good kind of poll. Who is the dumber criminal? The guy from Oakville that picked up his buddy from jail on a stolen bike and got, gets arrested? Oh, I love how he showed up with a taser and drugs. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, buddy, uh, welcome out of jail, buddy. Uh, we got some meth. Let's get you. Let's get you back on track, man. Got some meth for you on a stolen motorcycle. Um, but yeah, that, that's uh, a good question. Who are the dumber criminals? The, eight, the failed ATM theft or the two dummies um, on the stolen motorcycle? Folks, we will take a quick break. Coming back, we're going to look at a new measure in Toronto. They are actually looking to introduce e-bikes, like scoots, you know, electronic scooters onto the road. Do we think that it'd be a good idea to introduce this new vehicle onto the road? Bicyclists already have a hard enough time. Should we introduce scoots? electronic scooters into the world we'll see what the reception is there also we have a police officer who is getting attacked 
And, uh, you know, it doesn't look good for the officer until he goes and gets the police dog out of the car. Kind of a badass clip there. We also have a uh, blind skateboarder who people are falling in love with. We will look at that video and just see how well this blind skateboarder uh, can shred. And he's pretty good. I'll be honest with you. Um, guy skateboarding with his uh, cane. Uh, pretty incredible. So we'll take a look at all that coming up here on the Steam Room Podcast. We will take a break and be right back. Welcome back to the Steam Room Podcast. My name is Matt Hamill. You can find me on uh, the Instagram and Twitter at Hamill Radio. I'm over here in Ukraine, coming back to Canada real soon. I uh, can't wait to be back in my motherland. But, uh, you know, it's popping off in Ukraine right now, so I might be here in the near future uh, once again. Folks, back into the show. Uh, we have the topic of e-bikes in Toronto. Now, I'm a bit skeptical of having the e-bikes in Toronto, these little scoots, you know, stand-up scoots. We'll take a look at them here. Um, my whole doubts come from the fact that I just think it's going to be a pricing scam. Um, you know, they have right now, they have these bicycles in Toronto that you can rent, and they're supposed to be, the functionality of these bikes is supposed to be to get you from transit stop to transit stop. If you actually rent this bike and just go for a rip, um, boy, you end up paying out the asshole. So the whole protocol for these rentable bicycles is kind of total bullshit uh, in my experience. You have to park the bike every half an hour to like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's just the most ridiculous thing ever. I've had to pay like a hundred bucks for one bike ride. And I noticed some phrasing in the promotional video for these new electric scooters that had similar verbiage. The whole function of these scoots is to get you from stop to stop. And for me, that suggests that the, the whole usage of these things is going to be silly and uh, goofy. Plus, do you really think this is going to be safe to have on the roads? Um, have these scoots out there. Um, I just think it's going to be a total disaster. And we talk about all of the pedestrian incidents happening on the roads here. And, you know, these scoots would be able to go 24 kilometers an hour. Um, I guess uh, no riders under the age of 16. A mandatory helmet for riders under the age of 18. Okay. If you're an adult, you can make that choice for yourself. Um the cities have to decide if they allow the service, whether uh, riders can go on the roads, on sidewalks, or bike lanes. And it's a tough question. Where do you put these scoots? They don't really belong on the sidewalk. They're, they're too, you know, too um, powerful. You could get fucked up. Somebody going 24 kilometers an hour on a scoot. Um, I've seen some shit happen here. People just relentlessly ripping these scoots and, uh, you know, you might get into a head-on collision. But these things don't belong on the roads either. I think it'd be very difficult to, um, you know, encourage these things to be on the roads. They get fucked up. So where do you fit these scoots? And they're popular over here in Ukraine. People are all up on these electronic scooters. I just don't know um, how you would integrate this into Toronto's um, scene there. Advocates for disabled Ontarians have raised voices of uh, voiced concerns about e-scooters being left on sidewalks. Um, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. We could be seeing the scoots uh, come to Toronto streets very soon. It looks like some fun. It looks like a fun thing to ride. But again, 
I think some people would be supportive of the scoots, but I'm telling you, I really believe it's going to be another gouging type of situation. You're going to be paying so much money to ride these scoots. It's not going to be this fun thing you can rent out and ride around town. It's going to be time is of the essence. It's going to be higher bills on your card than you anticipated. It's going to be deception, just like the bicycle service that's offered for you right now. So I would stay away from this service. I don't think it's going to be good for Toronto at all. Folks, moving on, we have the story of a cop uh, with a dog. Now, look at this um, officer here gets kind of sucker punched by this guy. Yes. They're sort of fighting. So this dude is just acting strange. He's doing some kind of weird squat move. Uh, This officer looks like a big motherfucker. All right, thank you. So this guy Ooh. gives him a little jab to the face. Person. The cop's like, all right, well, are we are we dancing? Um, cop is trying to distract him with oh, his right hand. No, what the fuck? Is and then he just part? lets get the that dog nigga. go. Get so oh, sick. Oh, that is a huge yeah. police dog. Yo, nigga got... Oh, fuck that nigga. What a great way to fight someone. Have a German Shepherd attack them <clears> and <throat> then fight them. Joe. He should have brought back him. This nigga bugging. Take your Tremendous. Too. I feel like you shit. could beat any, even if this guy was like the oh, champion cool. UFC fighter. If you oh, sick a German out. Shepherd on him, oh. you're going to be able to whoop that guy's ass. He's going to be have his hands full with that killer dog. This nigga bugging. I guess they kind of train the police dogs to bite through the jacket. I will stop the video. I think they probably kind of train the dogs to bite the arm like because if you had those dogs just going for the face and disfiguring people that would be bad news but i think they train the dogs to kind of just sink their teeth into your sleeve so maybe they don't even like break the skin uh but it does hurt like hell right like uh kind of an interesting technique to use dogs to your advantage now people have used dogs for like herding and you know so many different purposes uh, people have used dogs for it seems like cops are using them uh, you know, for like aggression, which is cool as long as the dogs are kind of you being used in a controlled way. Um, yeah, pretty interesting that uh, what's happening there. Folks, we will take a look at the blind skateboarder, the final story of the day, the blind skateboarder. Here he is. Pretty badass. This guy's ripping it. crushing it obviously he knows this kind of half pipe well so he's able to use his oh shit that's so cool now I anticipate this guy is going to have all kinds of sponsorships Tony Hawk is going to reach out to this guy really cool eh and I think for sure he's going to have a uh, bit of a research. He's going to be on Ellen DeGeneres next week. Like, this is what these talk shows look for is like the feel-good story. And that's what you have right here is a guy who was born with a disability and has been able to just kind of still pursue a love for something that you know many people would think would uh, exclude him from being able to follow that. So I look forward to seeing the blind skater on Ellen DeGeneres. Pretty cool story there. So folks... That's all the time we have for today. We gotta step out of the steam room, have a drink of water. You know, you gotta hydrate after the steam room. You sweat out a lot of that uh, 
evil while you're in the steam room. So we'll, we'll catch you next time. We'll have more stories on what's going on, what's popping off on the internet, anything popular people are talking about. We will talk about it right here in the steam room. I thank you for joining me today and uh, look forward to uh, talking with you next time.